Hey, self. How you doing? <laughs> Today I have Chris Miller, talented artist with a hell of a backstory. Hope you guys enjoy and stay tuned to the end. I got uh, some announcements real quick. Chris Miller, everybody. Hello, everyone. This is another episode of Selves Talking, and today I have Chris Miller, correct? Correct. Beautiful, man. How you doing? How you doing? You doing good? I'm doing good. Doing real good. I'm excited. That's good. That's good. It's a good Sunday. On my end, it's been a hectic weekend, but yeah. it's been good. Um, I'd like to start off with just one simple question. Um, what's your first memory? My first memory? Yeah. Uh, it was here, probably here in Arizona. Um, I guess my first real clear memory is when my brother was born. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember being at UMC and watching Goofy on the TV in, like, in the lobby or whatever. Really? Yeah. So wow. That was, he, I was three, I think. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was my first real clear memory. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so interesting. Was it your, I'm your younger brother, right? How's the age difference? Three years. Three years? Yeah. Oh, you were three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, he's he's actually my little big brother. He's like six two. Oh wow! Yeah, I, he's the only one in the family like that. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is he your brother? <laughs> he's my brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely yeah. my brother. Oh, uh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, how long have you been uh, a painting for? Painting. Um, well, I kind of drew when I was a kid. Kind of drew. Yeah. Um. But I really got into painting, I would say, like sophomore year of high school. Really? So I've been, I guess, really going strong at it for about 11 years, 12 years. Wow. What got you into it? What, what, what made you, what, what drew you to it? Um, let's see. So I used to, I've lived all over. My father was in the military. Oh, okay. So when I was living in Colorado, I got grounded one summer and, um, all I was allowed to have was like paper and pencil. Oh, wow. So, and I had like, I snuck a skateboard magazine in and oh. I would uh, like flip through the pages and I see like all this graffiti and stuff. Right. So I would look at it and copy it. And um, then I moved to New Mexico, was a new kid all over again. And I just like, I took an art class right. and the art teacher was like, you can go somewhere with this. Wow. So graffiti is kind of what got me into like do, wanting to do art, yeah, 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 and then having the right kind of art teachers got me to like to really, you and everything. yeah, you know, like develop a style and like learn the rules, you right, know. Right. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a good little start. That's yeah. a good little start. Did you always have a? When did you start to like actually paint from like move from pencil to paper and then actually get to canvas? Sophomore year. Sophomore year. Sophomore okay, year. Okay, that's yeah. when I started. Did you always have the style that you have now? Which, uh, not to offend, but to me, it's like it. You, you paint in an almost edgeless way, but there's like, it's like scribbles almost, but it's like, it makes so organized sense. Yeah, so like when I was younger in high school, mm -hmm. you know, someone once said it's like, it's kind of very mindless. And yeah. that's what it was very much in the past. And it was like, I really wanted to shock people, but I, I made it really colorful. I used a lot of color. Right. So my older stuff is, very different mm -hmm. but you can still tell that it's the same artist right you know? right right so um yeah you know and um i you know i'll just throw this out there too you know I, i'm a an addict in recovery mm. 
you know, so like before I graduated high school, like I was already, you know, shooting, shooting up drugs and wow. slamming dope. And that always was very much a part of me. The style? The style. Mm -hmm. And like once I really started using, uh -huh. like, and I could sell my work, you know, right. um, it was like, it was a means to an end. Like, wow. this is my way and means to get more. Right. So this is what I just do. So when I say like mindless, I was just doing it to do it, and whatever came out came out. Right. You know, and so wow. always having the right art teacher that taught me when I very first started to just make a mark. Right. Kind of like you know like move a muscle, change a thought. Okay. You know, and okay. so like that was like very much. I like that. I the like very that. beginning of my art career was just learning to make a mark on the and see where it goes. Right. You know. How did uh, how did the addiction start? If you don't mind me asking. Um, so I, I very much believe I was born an addict, you right. know? Right. And so, like, I would get in trouble a lot as a little kid. Yeah. And my father, he was in the military, and he'd always be like, I'm going to give you one chance to come clean, mm -hmm. and if you're lying to me, you're going to get two spankings. Right. And every time I got two spankings, you know? <laughs> and I never walked away from the situation thinking, should have just told the truth. Right. I was like, I should have told a better lie. Wow. Like, you know, and yeah. um, so I already kind of had that that mindset that pattern. Yeah. Right. You know, and right. always being the new kid, and mm. never like always having to try to impress people. Right. And be somebody that wasn't really me. Right. Because you know? there are some places, man. I moved, and just kids just didn't like me. You really. Know? And uh, for whatever reason like kids are just mean aren't kids they? are just mean you know? <laughs> kids are like, just mean. my childhood was in the south like in alabama and georgia wow it's a different scene over there how many places did you live in how many places uh, did you so i was born in georgia okay. moved here to arizona to alabama to georgia to colorado new mexico texas here jumped around a lot yeah wow and that was all your early early childhood all, all the way up until high school. High I went school. to so like I went to two middle schools and two high schools. Oh, okay. So, wow. yeah. Did you go to high school here? No, 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 no. Okay. But um, so my mom is from the Donna Autumn Nation. Okay. So she's full TO. She grew up on the res. Wow. So Arizona's kind of always been a home base. Yeah. yeah. You know, everywhere we we moved as a family, like we always came to Arizona to visit. Oh, you know, okay, so. so it was like the, the one constant place you Yeah, had. yeah. Wow, you know? wow. So like, yeah, like, you know, I started using when I was, I, you know, I first used when I was like 12, mm -hmm. and then, um, you know, I, I got in trouble. Right. And that's why, like, I got in trouble, you know? Right, right, It's because I got caught smoking weed. Right. And, um, you know, and then when I moved to New Mexico, mm -hmm. I was kind of like a loner, and I kind of found a group of people that I could, you know, vibe with, right. and I skated with, and right. those became my friends, and they were older. Right. And um, you know, I went like maybe a year without really doing anything. Doing anything. But uh, during that time, all I was doing was was art and like Great. doing graffiti illegally, and like wow. And so like I just replaced getting high with with another device. Yeah, so another device, uh, and. Um, but yeah, once I started, like I started again, like all all over, and it all just over. progressed really quick, you know. And like I said, like I was 
shooting goats and yeah. stuff before I even graduated. Wow. You know, and um, and is it all consuming, as they say? Consuming? Oh, like is it? Is it? Is, does it really take over? Like, yeah. Yeah. I use to live and live to use. Wow. And wow. that's as simple as I can put it. You know. And uh, like I passed up scholarships to college. I had a. I had a, like I had a scholarship to Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design. I even went to the orientation. Wow. You know, like. But all I wanted to do was get high in paint. Right. You know, so that's what I did. And um, yeah, you know, and it's like throughout my addiction, even when I came here to Tucson, mm -hmm. you know, I came here with the hopes of getting clean. Right. Didn't happen. And, right. you know, before I know it, I'm homeless and I'm, you know, with a bunch of sketchy people doing sketchy things. But I always had a sketchbook. You know? You always kept creating. I always drew and it was like the one thing that I felt I was being that like I wasn't pretending. Right. Right. You know? Cause like for years I became exactly who my addiction needed me to be. Right. And I did a lot of things I didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. And I saw a lot of things I didn't want to see. Right. You know, and hung out with a lot of people I wish I never met. Right. And through all that, like I always had my art. Like I could always just Another consistent thing in your life. Yeah, you know, and um, what got you out of it? What got me out of it? Yeah. Man, like I had tried so many times mm -hmm. trying to get clean, wanting to get clean, and I've been going years, just hating it. Right. Just like hating the process of trying to get clean. And yeah, and like, you know, I was homeless. Right. I, I was living in a tunnel mm -hmm. on South Six. Like I was. It progressed to that, you know, like I couldn't even use the way I wanted to use. Like I would just stab myself for hours with the needle. Goodness. And it kind of just like really reached a point where I guess you can say it was a, my own interpretation of like some kind of spiritual awakening. Right. Where it was just like, you know, I, I, I used the last time and it was just like, like I can't do this like anymore. Just like I, done with it. I can't. And like I felt, I felt it lift like, you know, I, I, whatever whatever happened, like right. I felt it lift, and um, you know, I was, I was, I had a girlfriend who was nine months pregnant, mm. and she, you know, and it got to the point where she was, you know, walking down the street, jumping in one car, getting out, jumping in another car, Goodness. and that was that was my life, you know, like, and like that was the moment where I'm like, man, like. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. I, the the perfect way I can describe it, it's like waking up in a burning building. Oh, you know, goodness. I like, I gotta get out of here. You gotta you get know? out. That, that's, my, that's your only objective if you wake up in a burning building is to get out. To get out. Not wow. how did it start? Why am I here? What, you know, it's like. Just gotta get out. Just gotta get out. You it's know? clear as day. So I did what anybody would do in that situation. I called my mom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know, I called my mom. And um, she hadn't heard from me mm -hmm. since uh, since my father passed away, and um, wow. you know, and like the kind of addict I was is that, right. you know, I stole my mom's car on the day of my dad's funeral. Goodness. Stole some money from her. Because I was sick. Right. And I went and got loaded. And um, you know, that was the last time I saw her. Goodness. You know, so. How did she take the phone call? <laughs> She was actually like very willing to help me out. Good. Um, Good. 
you know, and uh, she came and got me, and me and my girlfriend at the time, yeah. and, you know, um, we were like really busted up, you know, really busted up, and so of course. we went to the hospital, she's nine months pregnant, mm -hmm. they, uh, they have to take her into surgery because she has like a really huge abscess on her neck, Wow. and um, while she was in life, and when that happened, like I went to detox, Mm. And, um, uh, you know, I woke up the next morning and I called my mom and she's like, congratulations, you're a dad, you know? And so like my first day of cleaning is actually my daughter's birthday, which is- Really? Yeah. So wow. January 8th of 2014. Wow. Yeah. How's that feel? It definitely puts things in perspective. Bet. You I know? Bet. And it's been cool because I really started a second life. Yeah. yeah. And at the same time, it's like me and her are on the journey together. Right. And um, you were essentially born on the same day with your daughter. Yeah. You know. Wow. So it's been great. That's you know? so interesting. Yeah. What a turn of events for you, man. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. Know? Now, now you. I read an article that, that yeah, was yeah. talking about uh, how you depict women and yeah. how you connect it with addiction. Do you want to, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, so, you know, like, art is for everyone. Yes. You know, and I, I truly believe li life is art, you know. Yeah. Art, and all art really is is making choices. That's essentially okay. what it is okay yeah what color goes good with this color right let me put this line here i'm gonna make this a little bit bigger i'm gonna right. you know and it's like it's all it is is making choices you right. know and um we can all relate with making choices we all do it that's very true you know and i think a common thing that we can all relate with is pain in a relationship mm. if you've ever been in a relationship and it goes sour, mm -hmm. like there's a lot of emotion, yeah. and it sucks. Like yeah. it sucks having to feel your feelings. Yeah. And the reason why I chose to paint women the way I paint them, it's, it's kind of a depiction of my relationship with addiction. Okay. And I use a lot of photos that, of women that are local maybe, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know them personally, but I see the photo and it's just like, I feel something and it's just, I can work with that, mm -hmm. you know? And a lot of it too is just um, me trying to feel feelings that I haven't felt before. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Because for so long, me using them, I was yeah. absent of emotion. Mm. You know, so when I'm, when I'm painting, I can be reliving a memory okay. of a past experience that I went to. Right. Or something that I had forgotten uh -huh. or what I thought life was, you know? Right. Like there was a period I was like, you know, God is dead or God is a woman. And like, right. it was always like this, this God, what is God and all right. this stuff. And cause when I started using these hard drugs, like I definitely thought it was an elevation of consciousness. Right. And I thought I was, it felt like I was really getting close to God. Right. Cause there's no other way to describe this how I was feeling. Intense euphoria. Yeah. And right. like, this is what it must feel like to be close to God. Right. You know? Oh my so, goodness. 
So like with painting these women, mm -hmm. I always try to make them somewhat sexual. Yeah. You know, because I think we all share that feeling of wanting to be wanted, mm. wanting to be accepted. Yeah. Um, this kind of goes all the way back to like, not the cliche of it, but like, you know, stuff that I experienced when I was a kid. Right. To be you know? accepted in you a know, new environment. Yeah. Like so that. like, I, I want people to at least see it and, and like, even if they don't know that feeling, mm -hmm. know that that feeling is something that's wanting to draw you in, mm. you know? And that is the one common... It's not that drawing, magnetic... Yeah, okay. like, um, you know, come closer. And, right. You know, in the article I really talked about, like, it being a new relationship that moves too fast. Oh. You know, and it's like, I don't know if you've ever met someone and you just kind of like, Instantly, into it, right? instantly attract, you mm -hmm. know, and, um, mm -hmm. and then you start to get to know them a little bit better, and mm -hmm. you get into your first fight, right. and you're like, man, you're not the person I thought you were, no. and, you know, everyone deals with those situations differently, mm -hmm. and you just wish it could go back to the way it was, right. you know, right, right. so I think that for me is like one thing that I, I choose, women, it's a relationship, Everyone kind of has relationship issues. You right. know, we're all trying to find the one or just, even with friendships, with like, with, with friendships. Yeah. You know, it's hard finding friendships. Good friendships. You know, like real, true, honest friendships. Like we yeah. know a lot of people, we hang out, and we mm -hmm. do all these things, but a real it's connection, a real yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so that's kind of like why I paint women the way I paint. Okay. You know? Okay, and, and that, that, that that alluringness that, that you present the women in is, is, is the alluringness of the addiction, no? Like, that's how yeah. you connect the two? Yeah. Okay. You know, and even though I'm clean today, yeah. you know, I'm over four years clean. Yeah. Congratulations. So thank you. You know, <laughs> it's funny. It's like no one ever congratulates somebody for running out of a building. You know, a burning building. Right. <laughs> you know? But that's a really big deal for that's me. That's so true. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. a really big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, um, yeah, so even though I'm clean today, yeah. I still deal with, like, obsession and compulsion. Of course. On a, on a level that I, de I wouldn't say other people deal with, but I def other people are unaware of. Right. You right. know? I and, get that. Uh, I get that very well. Yeah. So addictions very much change. Uh -huh. know, do you life. feel like do you feel like you've tamed your addiction or 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 have you um have you replaced it with something healthier? Um so like I, I go to a, a fellowship. Okay. I go to the fellowship where people use drugs. Okay. You know, and uh I've been going to that for about two years, and uh, the two years before I started going there, I kind of tried different other things, you know, and, yeah. um, but I eventually found my way there, okay. because uh, even though I went there clean, I went there with like a new problem, you uh, know, like I was using, it was like I relapsed without relapsing. Okay. You know, okay. I was definitely using, Right. I just wasn't using drugs, and it was uh. very much back in like a... You know, I like, I blew through all my scholarship money. Right. Like, I'm failing all my classes. Uh -huh. 
I'm back in that mental tug of war of like, should I go, should I not? Right. You're already in the car, so you might as well just go. Right, you know? right. And um, uh -huh. yeah, so like, ha have I tamed it? Right. The one thing that I, had, that I have done perfectly in my life up until this point is since I made the, deci the, the decision to get clean, uh -huh. I haven't put any kind of drug or alcohol or in my body. Bravo. You know? Now, I've like I've lied, I've cheated, right. you know, I've stole, like I've done some shady stuff. Right, right. But I haven't gotten loaded, mm. you know. Okay. So, okay. is it the addiction tamed? Right. Um, no, it's not tamed. Mm. Still yeah. there, right? It's still there. It will always be there. Mm -hmm. I just deal with less consequential versions of it. Ah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. 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 Because it's always there, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's, I think for a lot of people, like, they, they can, like, get confused themselves on, like, what addiction is, mm. like, what, you know, and I had to explain to my mom, like, mom, what makes me an addict is, like, when I put drugs or alcohol mm -hmm. in my body, something different happens in my brain, something physically so different. Another switch goes off. Happens in my brain versus my brother's brain. Right. If we were to both take a shot. Something really different happens in my brain. It's wow. a brain disease. Right. You know, that's what is classified right. as a disease. Right, right, right. And, um, you know, so you take away the drugs, mm -hmm. you still have a lifelong behavior right. of a using addict. The pattern. You know, so that's, that's very much what I deal with today is just not reacting on my first impulse. There you go. You know. How's that? How's that been? That journey. Sometimes it really, it it like really sucks. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and but on the other side of that, like I'm constantly putting in work uh -huh. to better my life. Entirely. You know, yeah. and simple, simple, simple concepts of just like being honest. Right. I've went my whole life not being honest. So I just start being honest. Most of all, like being honest with myself. Of course. Because you know? once I, once I lie to myself, like starts to tumble. I lie to anybody about anything, mm -hmm. you know, and I believe it. You know, if I tell mm -hmm. myself a lie, and then I start lying, like, right. I believe it. Right, right, right. You know, right. and um, uh -huh. so that's 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 what I deal with today. Yes. Simple stuff like that, being honest. Um, not just basically doing things not my way. Right. You right. know, so. Being more uh, considerate in a sort of sense. Yeah. 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 I have an older brother who actually was an addict. He had, oh, okay. He had, a, he had his own addiction problems. It was uh, Oxycontin. Okay, for, yeah. For him. him. And, and so I have my own personal uh, encounter yeah. with it, but from the perspective of a brother. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to hear other people's stories about it and everything. And I'm always so fascinated to hear about it. There's, uh, at least from my experience, it, it comes from a sense of, of uh, wanting to belong, mm -hmm. usually. There's a sense of absence in some sort of way. That's yeah. what I've sensed. Yeah. And, um, it's, uh, it's intense. It's intense in its own, in its own consequences. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I live with my mom. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, live with my mom and my daughter. And, uh, you know, her too, she's had to do her own recovery. And, of course. You know, and um, of course. building up trust. And, right. you know, uh, she actually, like, recently found out that I, that I had lied to her. Mm. And it was about, like, something really small yeah. in my head. It was really small. Right. And uh, I was dating this girl, and she was living with us. And um, we broke up, uh-huh. you know, and... Uh, he didn't mention it to us. Well, no, no, my mom knew, but uh, a, couple, a while went, went on, and we started talking again. And my mom just one day was like, so you don't talk to, you know, so-and-so anymore? And I was like, no. You know, and I, I straight up lied out of a reaction. Right. You know, right. So I, I felt like I did something wrong. Uh... And then when she asked me again a couple months later, so she hasn't contacted you? Uh-huh. I already lied once, so no. Ah, you know? the trap. Oh, uh, man, I it, know that feeling. And then it, it, it went on for <laughs> like a year. It more. Like a year. And right. I'm even, I'm unaware of how she found out, but she found out. Mm. And for her, it was like I was using. Right. It's devastating her. again. And to me, like, to me, I was like, like, I'm sorry I lied. Like, right. It's not that big of a deal. Right. Like, so it's a real small one. <laughs> so what if I talk to, you know, so-and-so every now and then? Right. You know? Right. Like, but to her, like, it brought back a lot of stuff, you know? Of course. That's like, like that's like, it's almost like PTSD in that in yeah, sort of sense. Yeah, you know? Goodness. And so, like, right now, we're like, and this is just real recent, too. So, like, we're in mm. this, like, weird thing, you know, it used to be like, hey, can you watch, you know, watch my daughter? Can I go out tonight? Right. She's like, all right, cool, have fun. Right. You know, she never asked, where are you going? Who are you with? Right. What are you doing? You know, and... Now, uh, she, now there's a little more trepidation. Yeah. Mm. You know, and now there's like a little bit more, like, I know she's like, I wonder if he's lying to me. Mm. And it's very much, you know... Right. And so, yeah, like... Another tug of war right there. Yeah. So, like, there's a perfect example of what being an addict in recovery is about. Right. Situations like that. Uh-huh. I do things like that. And I kind of think they're common things that everybody do. Yeah. But in situations like that for an addict. Mm-hmm. That's that tension that really, really feeds the hunger, yeah. right? If, if not addressed, mm-hmm. a few steps away is using. Wow. You know, so to be to to have something like that, it's a little terrifying, man. It is, but it's like I can thank God today that I'm an addict. Right. You know, because like I now know what it is I can't do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's simple. That's that's I like yeah. that. I like that. There's a there's this line that I like to I like to tell myself. It's uh, what is a what is the limitless missing. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. What do you think it is? The what is the limitless missing? Uh-huh. I guess there's no room for interpretation. Limit. Limit. Yeah. Yeah. Limitation. 
No, mm-hmm. like when you said like you, I found out what I can do, and I'm like, oh, there you go. Yeah. That's the the completed circle right there. That's how I see it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that makes sense. I like to think about that. It's it's, it's real interesting. What um, have you, have you do you have other projects that you have forming, currently, or are you just currently just painting just to paint or well, exercising your creative activity? Definitely like, being clean. Like I got to experience a lot of things for the first time. Oh wow! You know, so you became human, right? Yeah. Mm. And I remember like sharing with my brother one time <coughs> about like how this person was sharing in a meeting, and I started telling them about like how I was feeling when he was like sharing, mm. and he was like, "Yeah, that's empathy. Like, congratulations, you're not a sociopath anymore." <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And, um, great. you know, or just like uh, being a dad, mm-hmm. you know, and like picking her up from school or just seeing her happy, right. you know, it kind of like keeps me grounded where like I kind of want to stay in that, that innocence, you know, right. and that imagination, like they have such an imagination. Mm-hmm. I can put a sock on my hand and go, it's a dinosaur. Right. To her, it's a dinosaur. Right. You know, and like to just kind of roll with things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it it keeps it keeps me humble. I bet it's you know? inspiring. It is. Yeah. You know, that is for me. It's been the most spiritual journey. Being a father. Being a father. Wow. You know, and um, I can only imagine that feeling. Or getting excited painting. Right. Being proud of like what I what you've made. What I made. Wow. You know, and like, I love intense things. Right. You know, like I love intense things. Like yeah. that's why I took the path I took. Right. And being clean, that hasn't really changed, but I love the intensity of like, say if I'm drawing with a pen, mm-hmm. like if you mess up, you kind of like start all over, it's permanent. Yeah. I like that real intense, like just kind of Ooh. zeroed in and focused. Right. You know, and I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so I was doing art, especially early in recovery, mm-hmm. you know, like in my first year, mm-hmm. my second year, doing it just because I had refound this real true love for art all over again. Beautiful. And like, I, I was just like, I'm just going to do this because I love doing it. Right, right. You know, and I don't really care if it goes anywhere. Yeah. You know, and now I'm kind of like at a point where I'm like, Hey, if you really wanted to go somewhere, you can. Right. You can do that today. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like I have a lot of aha moments. Uh. You know, <laughs> like oh, like I really can do that. There's like things you can do now. Yeah. You feel you feel positive. You feel not not positivity. It's like um, what is it? I have a word for it. Possibility. Mm-hmm. Possibility. That's a, it's more it's more tangible for you now. Yeah. You know, and like I did a, I had a show at Studio One in February. Mm-hmm. I have all my work, or majority of my work, hanging up at Shot in the Dark. Oh yeah, I think I saw that post. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, I really want to like get involved in everything. You know, like I would, re- I'm really want to get involved with film. Okay. And making like little short films. Oh, um, nice. Doing like kind of like mini documentary type things. Just like uh, I re- the one that I really want to do is kind of like interview 
people that are currently right now mm. that are drug addicts are mm -hmm. homeless on South Six. Wow. You know, and because like when I was on South Six, like six in the freeway to yeah. six and thirty six. Yeah, yeah. To me, that's why I consider that that's the worst part of Tucson. Wow. You know, and like some of the things that happened there, that went down there, that I saw, that I was a part of, mm -hmm. like it was very weird being clean and like going to Pima, and being like, man, these guys don't even know like what's happening. What's happening? Wow. You know, because at the Pima downtown. Yeah. There's that uh, hotel right there, the okay. Tucson Hotel, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like green and shady. Yeah, yeah. You know, I stayed there, and like that was another place where, like, you know, me and my, you know, my my girlfriend, like, we did the whole like prostitution thing, escort thing, and wow. she would do dates there, and like, I I robbed people there, and, you know, wow. and like all these other things, you know, that happened there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to go like to be clean and then go to school and then just like walk into it's the like, parking lot like and right be like, there. man, I can't believe that was my life. Wow. Like, it's like a whole different fucking life. It is. It's, it's crazy, intense. you know? And it's like, like I don't even cuss today. Right. You know? Wow. Like, I use no profanity. And it's, it's not that I have a problem with it. Uh -huh. But, um. No need for it. Yeah, there's no need for it. Huh. You know? I try to view my life as like, I do my best to live my life in a ceremonial way of life. That's beautiful. And, you know, because I am, like, I'm Native American, like, I go to ceremonies and stuff, like, right. I wouldn't cuss in ceremonies. Of course. Why should I cuss up? Or why should I conduct myself? Any differently. Any different, yeah, mm. in ceremonies. That's commendable. You know, so, and other things, too, that I thought were really important, like, mm. having a lot of money or having nice things or right. getting my own place, and right. it's like, I'm 27, still live with my mom. Like, I can like let that thinking roll and have this pity party. Mm -hmm. Or you know, the, the gifts of recovery is looking at it as like, yo, you spent like 11 years running away from your family. Mm. You know, mm. my mom's so happy to have her son back. I bet. You know, I bet. I'm like, man, why don't you just stay here for a while and live with? You know, be a son to your mom. Right. Be a father to your daughter. Right. And uh, so that's kind of like where all these new experiences come in. Yeah. You know, and like, and with painting, I love it. Yeah. You know, and it's it's how I've identified mm -hmm. through all of these illusions and right. masks that I would wear throughout my life. Mm -hmm. It was the one constant. Right. And it was the one feeling that I could feel that felt like it was honest. Of course. You know? So I definitely will always do it. And I would love to do more murals. Okay. You know? I would definitely love to have more shows. Yeah. And you know, recently I've been working a lot with oil painting. Right. And a lot of these things that I've done are a lot of the things that I learn I kind of discover on my own. Mm and then read about it later like oh that's what uh, that technique is called you right. know like when that's some funny. when people would come up to me and like talk about my art they'd use all these art terms i'm like i have no idea what that means <laughs> i don't know what a gestural drawing is i don't know, <laughs> you know? I don't know what that means man. i don't know it's <laughs> cool though. you know and uh, uh so like so how much schooling did you have like when you when you got clean and everything how, how much did you go to school 
Well, I'm a three-time college dropout. Respect. <laughs> respect. Yeah, respect. you know. So, like, I tried to get clean at 20, uh -huh. but I wouldn't even really call it that. I just went to rehab because I didn't want to. I was like, I'm just going to go to rehab so I don't have to deal with the consequences. Mm. You know, and it was very much like, once I get my life back together, mm. I'll be good. I can use again. Right. And so I got, I went to rehab at 20. Mm -hmm. I got out, moved here to Tucson, lived with my uncle for a couple months. Mm. And then I got enrolled to the Art Institute of Tucson. Wow. And like moved into an apartment with a couple of other people that were going to school there. Yeah. And the, like, the day that I got my apartment, like, I went out and got drunk and, like, relapsed. And, you know, like... Got excited? Yeah, and it was just, like, <laughs> once I was on my own, right? I was like, it's on. You know, and so I did that. For I did a couple of... Uh, they had, like, really short semesters mm -hmm. in there. Okay. And, like, I learned a lot there. Yeah. You know, and I have one teacher that really kind of called me on my called me on my BS. Uh -huh. She's like, there's two types of people that that come to art school. Right. There are those that really want to learn mm. and they're really determined. Right. And you have people that come in with a lot of raw talent. Yeah. But they don't do the work. Mm. And, was, and that's very much what happened. You know? Right. I didn't do the work right. because my using uh, got in the way of going to school. Of course. And actually, I would always kind of last minute finish a project. Uh. But I would always go in and, you know, not to toot my own horn, but like I'd always have the strongest piece. You mm. know, so I used. I had it, you know. And uh. but I remember I showed up one day, and some girl actually took her time, put a lot of time and effort into her painting. Mm. Everyone was hyped on hers. Right. And no one paid attention to mine. And, yo, I never went back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> After that class ended, I never went back. Wow. I never went back to the school. The ego be high, huh? <laughs> yeah. I went and got high. Never uh -huh. went back. Lied to my parents for like another three months that I was still in school. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like just that cycle again, right? All over again. Right. You know, and then so getting clean this time, I started to go to Pima. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it was like, I've gone so many years going to school loaded. Mm. I didn't know how to like- Actually go- Do all that, you know? Right. And- um, Probably seemed overwhelming. It was, yeah. you know, and especially going to the place and then like looking over and like, Total black and white of like I used to. Like I know what happens over there. Yeah. Like, I know what yeah. happens over there, everybody, and like everybody's just like going off in the day. You know, and like again, I was eager to learn, mm -hmm. and I was kind of relearning a lot of the things. Of course. That I had learned on myself. Right. And um, you know, I was with you know I have my daughter's mom, and mm. even though that we were both clean, like our relationship didn't change, like. Mm. You know, like, we, we did it in, like, a lot of bad arguments and, mm. you know. Wasn't the healthiest relationship. No, it wasn't. You know, and, like, mm -hmm. some of the things that, like, we went through are some of the things that 
I put her through some of the things she put me through. Of course. You know, like I said, like we did the whole putting ads on the internet and she prostituted herself. And wow. You know, like her pimp type, you know, but I never saw myself like that. But right. But that's the so role you took. You know, looking, looking from the outside, mm -hmm. that's, that's what it was. Wow. That was the relationship, you know. And uh, now we have a baby. You know, right. and um, you know, very sad to say. You know, she she couldn't get honest about some things. Mm. She couldn't deal with with it. You mm -hmm. know, and she she went out and used, and she died. Oh goodness! You know, so goodness. that was like a. It happened at like one of the end of my semesters. Mm. When that happened, like I I withdrew. You know, and um, because the days that I went to class, my daughter was with her mom. Okay. You know, two days out of the week, she went with her mom. Mm. And um, yeah, you know, so I withdrew, took a semester off, mm. and then I was like, I'm going to go back to school. You know, had like a whole semester to kind of readjust to life, yeah. you know, of being a really like a single dad. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I started going back to school, mm. got in a relationship, and it's just like, once again, like, being in my first relationship clean, mm. <laughs> and it was like very much like, we went on four dates, and I was like, move in. <laughs> Extreme! Extreme! Extreme intense uh. things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And uh, here's like the other thing too, like, right. like I had never been with a woman clean, right? You know, but especially then, in a relationship, right? It's just a whole different thing, right? So when it came to having real adult conversations about our feelings, oh no, I didn't know how to handle that, <laughs> right? You know, like I didn't, I didn't know. Like, how do we talk about feelings? I just got these. I, don't know, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know, so like, I took a semester off again. Yeah focus on my daughter mm -hmm. and uh, you know and it's kind of where I'm at today like because of like mine and my daughter's mom's drug use like my daughter was born substance substance dependent we had a CPS case and uh, today she does have like developmental issues because mm -hmm. of our use mm -hmm. you know so like by the state she's kind of labeled as or disabled because of where her speech is at for her age. Mm. And it's kind of like a neurological thing happening. Of course. So she's been in speech therapy for over two years now. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of you know, time, attention, and effort of on course. my part. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I, you know I, I sell paintings every now and then. Right. It's nothing really consistent. Like right. Maybe like one or two a month. Mm -hmm. And those prices can vary from like a hundred bucks to me doing a mural for a grand, you know. And right. it's like it's very not so consistent. It's up in like the air, right. you know. And um, so life of, a, of an artist, right? Yeah, you know. But like, like I, I live with my mom. Of course. You know, I don't gotta pay rent, and um, a little leeway on that. On that yeah, part. you know, like I have enough to have gas in the car. Mm -hmm. I can go out to eat maybe like once or twice a week, mm. you know. You're good. Good. Currently looking for a job though. 
Respect. Respect. You know? Respect. It's kind of that, that time. Of course. You know? Of course. But it's also like, I still do like have a tremendous amount of fear of like really pursuing that artist dream. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because like, I thought about like making like a t-shirt business and mm-hmm. kind of like doing like a, like a self-care kind of like motive behind it. Okay. You know, because there's like a lot of things that like, I, that we that you hear in like the fellowship that I go to mm-hmm. that are real simple concepts right. that I think everyone can apply or people Use. can relate to of course you know and one of those things is like just for today mm-hmm. you know it's kind of one of the concepts like just for today just for today okay. you know and I think for if someone was to see that on a t-shirt it could mean a lot of things to a lot of different people right for me you know it's like I just don't got to get loaded today right just for today, I'm not gonna get high. Right. You know, and even though I have that, you know, other, today what recovery looks like is, you know, just for today, I'm not gonna lie. Right. You know. Right. Or just for today, I'm not gonna act out in this way. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think concepts like that, or even just like keep it simple, or even just the word like recover. Right. We do recover. You know, that's, that can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. And mm-hmm. I love graffiti. That's what got me into art and the whole typography that I can use to that. And right. You know, so like, there, I do want to pursue a business aspect of it. Right. But I do have a tremendous amount of fear. Of course. Of pursuing it. It's, it's stepping into the unknown. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. or, you know, just like really trying to like, Get a real official website going, mm. having an inventory, making right. prints. You right, know, like right. I know all the necessary steps, you know, but knowing's not enough. No, no. it's not. You gotta take the steps. You gotta take the steps. You gotta take the steps. You know, and so like, you know, this is cool too, you know, because right. like this will motivate me to take the next step. Nice. You know, and it's like I kind of always in my mind know that it will always be there. Mm. And on the other side of that, it's like, I'm not in that big of a rush. Right. You know, like I'm- Taking your time now. I'm 27. Like, I think I'm still young, you know? You are. You know, and um, like I really kind of just am enjoying things as they come. That's beautiful. So, like the the show that I did in February, Mm -hmm. someone reached out to me and was like, hey, you want to be a part of this show? Wow. Someone that I'd never really talked to, wow. but we followed each other on Instagram for like four years. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, and it's like, that's, that was cool. Yeah. You know? And, you know, that article, mm-hmm. you know, like that was, you know, a friend of a friend, you know. And they came and to you. They came to me, and it's right. like, I don't know, it's weird. It's like the more I kind of sit back and just kind of let things happen, things happen. Right. But on the other side of that, like there is that you gotta take, you gotta actually take the opportunity. Yeah, you gotta take the opportunity. You gotta take the initiative to right. like move forward in life. Right. You know? And so like that's kind of like the whole. I build I this whole life that I have today is built on one staying clean. Right. You know, because if if I can't stay clean, I'm not I'm no good to anybody. Right. You know, and you know, two. Being present. 
-hmm. that's a huge thing for me just to be present right and to follow through you know so being present in my daughter's life and following through with what it means to be a father of course you know following through and it's like you know if I tell someone like I'll call you later you're gonna call him later I'll call him later right I don't always do that right but you know I, I put it you know for me a good way that I put it is like my life is at an 86 percent 86 percent 86 percent yeah like you're living your life at 86 percent or, or yeah I would say like if I was to have a test in life uh -huh. I would score an 86 percent okay okay and in, in the recovery aspect of it is like there's a 14% chance of me relapsing today, right, right now. Okay. 14%. Wow. You know? Yeah. And say, you know, those percentages are kind of up to the person to decide, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, say I buy a house, 87%. You know? Right. Now I'm at 87%. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think. You're maintaining a sort of balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? And like, I think. You know, 50% of, for me in my life, you know, it's like, I'm clean. Right. 50%, you know what I mean? Like, there you go. having a program and doing what I need to do daily, mm -hmm. you know, makes up another 20%, right. you know? And then those other things is just like, um, being a father. Right. The kind of father you want to be. Right. And you know, and, you know, taking on this commitment of not cussing. I want my daughter to be able to say, like, I've never heard my dad cuss. Wow. You know. Wow. So it's like those things kind of are more important to right. me today than. Uh, that I, I I can't even articulate that what you said right there, but that's a feeling that I I, I get. Mm -hmm. I get that. It's like a. I can't even explain it. I can't articulate it, but I, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, it's a, so it's amazing. Yeah, I, I like it. You know, I love my life today. Good. I'm extremely grateful. I can feel it. You, you, you know, exude that. Really do. Really, yeah. Like, like I really do. You know, hashtag blessed. You know, <laughs> you know like for real. It's good. It's you know, good. like I wake up in the bed. You know, and like mm -hmm. I still get real happy when I can go into my room and turn the light on. Right. You know, like, That's a lot of things like that, you know, mm -hmm. like, because, you know, being homeless, like, it gets dark. You know it. It's dark. Right. And the sun's up, sun's up. Mm -hmm. There's, like, those were, that was my light switch, you wow. know? Or, like, being in jail. Right. Like, you know, like, the lights turn on at four in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know, they give you breakfast at four in the morning. Wow. You know, it's just like. Wow. And once they're on, they're on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. things like that that I like I acknowledge. You're just you're grateful for. And I'm able to like kind of carry around at the front of my mind. Mm -hmm. And it's great. You know. It's awesome. Yeah. Not to jump too much like off to like a different topic, but like why is your why is your Instagram uh Slut Zen? Slutty Zen. Slutty Zen, yes. So when I'm I actually used to get asked this a lot. So like in New Mexico, <laughs> my nickname was a slut. Oh, or really? Or slutty or slut face or 
whatever. Really? And a lot of people would get the wrong idea about it. Uh -huh. But this is like when MySpace was really popular. Right, right, right. So when I first moved to New Mexico, like I was always on MySpace, uh -huh. keeping in contact with my friends from Colorado. Oh, okay. And my friend would always call me a MySpace slut. <laughs> <laughs> and then from that, it just went to slut. Right. And then from slut, it went to slutsy, uh, to slutso, to like a bunch of weird variations of okay. like slutosaurus, slut McGrutt, like <laughs> uh, a slutatron, like right. a bunch of just different variations of that word. Yeah, it's funny. It it was it was funny. Like I hated it. At first. I bet. I, I bet. hated it. I bet. <laughs> and then when your parents were like. Why do they call you slut? Right. You know, what's <laughs> happening? What's my It's not what you think. <laughs> that's hilarious. So like that's where <laughs> you know, and then like also too, like doing graffiti, like I just kind of adopted that mm. into my artwork where it's kind of like I'm Chris, you know, I'm Chris Miller. Mm -hmm. But, you know, especially when I was in high school, I would sign everything as like slut face, you know, that was mm. kind of like what people saw me as and, you know, talking about putting wearing these masks and keeping up these illusions. That wow. was very much one of them. Wow. You know, and the, the Zen, so like my group of friends that, uh, that I hung out with, we all skateboarded and stuff, and like a thing we would always tell one another when someone's trying to land a trick would be to like, to think Zen. Mm. It's kind of like an oxymoron in itself. <laughs> but, um, sort of. <laughs> you know, but to like, not worry if you're gonna fall. Right. You know, or if you're not gonna land the trick. Like just like be in the moment, mm. and you know, handle your business. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So like that's kind of like where the whole Zen thing came from, and it was like you know it went from Think Zen to like the Zen crew, like mm. you know all of us that hung out. It's just kind of like the name we adopted because of that. Wow. You know, and so slutty Zen is just kind of like a bringing those those two together, and it's kind of it's kind of funny because like you know Zen like being in a state of not worrying about the future or being concerned with the past but living in the moment mm -hmm. like i think a lot of people look at that word slut mm. and it's kind of like a carefree do whatever sleep with who, who, whoever right right so slutty zen it's it's kind of it's like sort of it kind of works yeah, you know yeah, yeah. i think there's even me using like trying to apply that concept of Zen mm -hmm. was just kind of like, I like just went the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. I misinterpreted it in a different direction of like, I'm just gonna get loaded right. and really just screw it, you right. know? You went all the way, like, let it go. Let it go, who mm -hmm. cares, it doesn't matter, It's mm -hmm. nothing's real, you know? Right, like, right, right. Yeah, like all that stuff. So slutty Zen, yeah, that's, that's where that comes that's from. That's funny, I always thought the name was really interesting. Yeah, you know, I actually really like it. Well, Chris, we're at fi 54 minutes. Um, if anything, we can end it there. Do you have any last words you want to leave the people with? Uh, last words. Um, mm. If not, it's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I would just like to, I guess, you know, really last words is like you know we're all on a journey mm. you know mm. we're all walking our own paths and um, I think the essence of being human mm. is to give mm. 
to be of service, yeah. to support our fellow brothers and sisters. And, um, you know, I spent my whole life taking. Right. And where did that leave me? You know, like homeless in a tunnel, mm -hmm. eating out of a dumpster. So support one another and do your best to understand other people's beliefs and cultures. Yeah. You know, not one people carry all the medicine. Right. So, I, I like that. I like that. Thank you, Chris. Um, yeah. Do you want to let them know where they, where they can find you? I mean, the, we already mentioned your Instagram, but. Yeah, so my Instagram is uh, Slutty Zen, S L U T Y Z E N. Um, currently, right now, like that's all that I got is my Instagram. It's all you need, my brother. It's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> it's all you need. Go to Shot in the Dark and check out my work. There you I'll go. I'll be up for the whole month of April. Yeah, go you check know. it out, guys. Go check it out. Thank you again, Chris. Thank you, man. No this problem. has been this was really fun. I'm glad you, you know? enjoyed it. I'm glad I enjoyed it. Thank you again for sharing your story like that. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Catch you on the next one. How was that? I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope there was a lot of valuable information in there. Thank you, Chris, for sharing such personal information. I um, hope you guys enjoyed. Announcements. Today is the 11th. Um, the last podcast I have with, had with Leilani Clark, she mentioned this event, Take Back the Night, which is happening today at 5 o'clock. If you guys have the time, please go. Uh, go and support. It's at 20, no, 243 West 33rd Street. Um, w, no, YWCA House of Neighborly Service. If you guys have the time, go check it out. Um, another event that is happening, um, Ojala Systems is having their first zine release. Uh, Enrique and uh, Milkweed, or Max Gay, uh, are releasing two poetry books at Raices Taller on Saturday the 14th. I believe it starts at 6 uh, with uh, guest performances from Ray, Mike checks. I believe sound of uh, I believe Lasso will be there as well, and um, guest reading from Ana Flores. You know, it's gonna be a great time. Go check it out, guys. Uh, yeah, I think that's all the announcements I have. Thank you for listening, and you know, have a great day. <laughs> well, hope to see you guys there. Yeah, even better. Mm-hmm. <laughs>